Hi, everybody. We're back again with another episode of Red, Red, and Brown from Life. And it's Vanchika and Mira. And we are here to talk about uh, two, one movie and two shows this week, right? And the movie that we're going to talk about is Vicky Koshil's Zarahatki Zarabachke. We're also going to talk about Netflix's original Scoop, which was directed by Hansel Mehta. And I have a lot to talk about that one. And then we're going to talk about Hotstar slash Hulu's School of Lies, Nimrit Kaur's new show on air. And uh, with that, we're going to get started. We're going to get started with Vicky Koshil's Zarahat Ke Zarabachke. And I know one person who's highly disappointed she didn't she didn't get the time to go watch it so far is Vanshika. Vanshika, I know you're a big Vicky Koshil fan. Yeah, I think I was like looking forward to it. And I was like, oh my God, like, I need to go see it because... Everyone who like Brendan saw it, a just looking at Vicky Kaushal like that's more than enough. Like that's reason enough to go watch a movie. So the storyline is irrelevant. Like the fact that like like some of it was funny is like a plus plus point. Is how like most of like my friends describe it. So I'll tell you something, Vicky Kaushal. I mean, of course, you know, I've watched the first movie I watched of Vicky Kaushal was Man Marzia. And he's a very intense a series. He's a really good. Yeah. Actor. He gets into the into the skin of uh, the role. His eyes. Okay, I give it to you. I'm, I haven't been <laughs> such a big Vicky Kaushal fan, but with this movie, I know for sure that he's somebody that who's worth standing. Uh, first reason is because he completely loses his own personality to fit into the personality of the role that he's playing, and that's a very important thing. It's not. Uh, it's not like Shah Rukh Khan coming his way into every <laughs> role that he gets. He's the same person, <laughs> you know, as Shah Rukh. So we yeah. is not that actor. That's one. Secondly, I love the way he understood the accent um, of, you know, th- this is based somewhere in uh, indoor, indoor. So he gets the local accent right, the way people speak, you know, uh, he he'll, they live in a middle class place where, you know, they have guests over and the bedroom gets taken over. So they're sleeping on the, on the, on the floor in the living room <laughs> as a couple. And it's it's highly irritating. And it's it's amazing to amazing to watch that none of the family members even notice that happening. <laughs> you know, they, they just take it for, for granted that this couple is forever going to yeah. sleep on the floor of the living room. So, um, so they have guests, and and, and the couple is Sarah Lee Khan and uh, him and Vicky Koshil. And Sarah Lee Khan's character, she is a Punjabi, and she's married to Punjabi Sardarni, and she's married to this uh, guy from Indore. So there's a culture, you know, subculture clash, and yeah. you know, oh, you didn't marry somebody from within our, um, you know, uh, uh, biradari, and you married somebody from outside, and she's Punjabi, and these Punjabis do this, and so, so all those little middle class tropes, you know how little yeah. middle class stories are made. So slice, slice, slice of life middle class, where these people then decide, okay, you know, we don't have space, let's go buy our own house. So they try going to a big developer and, you know, the developer's like, yeah, it's only 20, 25 something, but, you know, now with parking and whatever. And they're like, we don't even have a car. We're not going to use the parking. We pay yeah. so much. And they're like, sorry, you know, if you go to move into this really big society, you need all, you need, you need to buy all this. So the, the budget gets doubled. So they're not able to afford it. So their dreams are all all broken. And then they realize there's this government scheme under which they could get an allotment. It's a lottery and they could get an allotment. So, so they go to the government 
um, offers and they're like, what are you? Are you low class? Are you, do, 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 do you, are you despondent or you, what's wrong with you that we, we, that you will, you know, kind of yeah. uh, be allotted something of the sort or you'll qualify for the allotment. So yeah. and they realize that they they go to this guy Chaiwala in the in the department and the Chaiwala they meet me later and he gives them a card. So they go to his <laughs> office and he runs the side business of getting people the allotment. So he does the kapla and the allotment. So he says, "You have to give me four lakhs and I'll get it done. The house will be yours, and then you can pay in installments, you know, for for the for the length of the loan. And there's no there's no interest in whatever. So government has these schemes, and these homes are not in a in a bad locality. They're in 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 good localities. So they're like, oh, whatever, you know, we'd love to get a home. So let's do this. So the guy says, one is one is that you you get your father to tell you that big since your father has a house." Get your father to tell tell you that he, he the house cannot be passed to you. That's one way of doing this. So that then you're needy. The second thing is both of you get divorced, and the woman because she's divorced and she's single, then she becomes eligible. So then they decide, okay, let's fake a divorce for a bit, and let's get the allotment, and then you know it's just on paper anyways, and we're faking it. So they fake the divorce, and the whole thing is pretty funny because they have a lawyer friend, and it's pretty funny. So they divorced. Do the families know about this part? Like, this, like, no, no, no. This nobody knows know about this. this. Only they know and their lawyer friend knows about this. So that's the kind of the plot. And then what happens after is a spoiler. So I'm not going to tell anybody what the spoiler is. But, um, okay, a couple of things that I had to say. So the first half of the movie is really funny. You get the jokes. And, you know, it's funny. The way the guy is, he's stingy. He's... You know, he, he it's she she's not she she likes splurging and you you see these characteristics between the husband and wife, uh and uh, and and you see the character development of both of them and then the divorce happens and you know and then you know they can't live without each other so they're literally meeting even after the divorce and she tells the chokidar in in her rental apartment that this is my brother and you know all of those funny things happen and it's. it's it's funny as hell, but then the serious stuff starts and it becomes a little bit preachy at times. And and those scenes are pretty, I mean, Rakesh Bedi as her father, he uh, he is phenomenal. What an actor he is. And, you know, he's trying to tell his son-in-law, don't divorce. <laughs> you know, they're trying to stop the divorce. Oh, my God. It is so sweetly done. It's really sweetly done. With Rakesh Bedi, there's this, um, what's the name? Sh- Shamita Chatterjee I'm forgetting she used to be with Pankaj Kapoor in a lot of shows so that's her and so the actors are really really good and there's this mommy who do you know the proverbial mommy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that auntie auntie G who has something yeah. in situation so they have these tropey things but it's a really lovable movie it just gets serious towards the end and it loses its fizz because it gets a little serious and you know it, it, the jokes stop, uh, and then you know the conclusion. I didn't, uh, I didn't buy it, but but it's okay. It's a, a slice of life, Dinesh Vijayan style slice of life, small town India story, and um, and actually enjoyed it. Uh, the only thing that I have to say is Sarali Khan. <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it there. I mean. She doesn't come across as middle class in any form or manner. Even her husky voice doesn't fit into the middle class trope. And it's just very difficult. 
it, it's difficult for her to play these roles. It's also, you know, she needs to get that comical, theoretical. I mean, she, she's got theater written all over her face when she's doing these serious scenes. And it kind of just doesn't fit. You know, especially when she's working with actors like Vicky Koshil, who don't do theater. I mean, he he, he literally slides himself in a, in a role in a very low key performance, yeah. and he delivers what he has to deliver. She goes really high key. And it just doesn't match, uh, especially with the all these like overacting. Yeah, she just needs to tone her. She she needs to skill herself with better acting chops, and I, th- I think that spoils the movie for me because forever the moment she'd come onto screen, it's just like love articles too. Oh my god, I oh couldn't god. handle her. Every no. time she'd open her mouth, I'd be like, no, I can't watch this anymore. I have to stop watching it. It's like that. I think Sarah Ali Khan needs a lot of work. Well, that's it. The music's actually hummable and, you know, it's kind of cute in parts and, uh, you know, it's it's a watchable fair. So that is Zarahatki Zarabachki. It's playing theaters right now. Vicky Koshil Sarari Khan and a lot of fun. That's it from us for this review. And now we're back with another series and this time we're going to review Netflix's Scoop and I was really looking forward to this one because Number one, it's Hansel Mehta. Number two, uh, you know, Hansel Mehta always tells engaging stories. And number three uh, is, is the fact that the guy who did the background score for Hansel Mehta's Scam 1992 is the same, 1990, is the same guy, Achint, is the same guy who does the music score for this one. And I listened to the music score, the background score of Scoop uh, online on, on Instagram, I think. And I thought it was phenomenal. And yes, he again does a phenomenal job of the background score. And I think that's a very important part of the storytelling, even in a, even, you know, the way Harshad Mehta would walk in Scam 1990, the background score really elevated that entire storytelling. Background score here elevates storytelling as well. So this is a story of a journalist, and she's probably the most prominent crime journalist in Mumbai, and she works for a newspaper. And this is based on an actually real life story of a journalist, how, how she got embroiled in a case and she had to go to jail so um, uh, so this is based on her book, Jigna Vora's book. And towards the end of the series, Jigna Vora's, uh, you know, little excerpts from her her life and, you know, what she's saying and how she's feeling right now about, you know, just dramatizing it, all of that. She speaks about it. Hi. But what happens is uh, that she she's known to all the cops because she's in front of them every day and she's reporting, she's getting their side of the story, she's clarifying stuff. And sometimes she has to do, feel good stories for them so that they can keep giving her information. And then she uses the sources as well. Now, a, a fellow journalist with whom she had a tiff about, you know, some, one, of, one of the write-ups, he gets killed um, middle of the day and she gets framed for his death. They say that she's the one who actually gave his, his, his address and name and number to the killers. And this is the fight between Chota Rajan and Davood. And he apparently was doing an expose about it. So, so I, I won't give you what expose he was doing and how, how, he, how this entire turned out. But I have to tell you, in the first few episodes, it's like eight, eight episodes, um, really well, really well made, really packed episodes. Once you, once you start watching, you have to binge. You just cannot stop watching. It's a really well threaded together. Now, when, 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 when you're, you're, you're watching it, you see the character of this girl being developed and she's 
she's like you and I. She is, you know, she she works hard. She has she's a single mom. Her ex husband lives in Ahmedabad, and she's actually dating a cop in Ahmedabad as well. So she goes to Ahmedabad dating the cop, and you know, she's a normal person. So uh, and she actually takes care of her entire family, her her parents, her mamaji, everybody live together. So she literally is the breadwinner for them, and her son uh, goes to boarding school. So so between all of that, she's leading this really crazy lifestyle where she's always in front of the news, and everybody realizes that when they sleep, she reports. So she literally gets to the site. She she's very dedicated, and she's dedicated her life to the to the power of journalism. And she has a mentor who works with her, um, paid by Muhammad Ayub, um, Muhammad Ayub Khan, and he is so phenomenal. Again, another amazing elevated role for Muhammad Ayub. So between them, um, and, and by the way, Jigna Vora's character is called Jagruti Patak in the show, and she is played by Karishma Tana. And I hadn't watched Karishma Tana in action before, and she has really done an amazing job playing this role. I mean, it is some of the, some of the scenes were... So anyway, she gets framed and she gets arrested and she doesn't get a bail. And then, you know, during the time she doesn't get a bail, she ends up spending nine to, nine to ten months in prison with other inmates. And she she is harassed and she is, uh, you know, they call her Chota Rajan's girlfriend. And, you know, they call her names and they mistreat her and she gets harassed and she gets kicked and beaten up and everything happened to her happens to her in the prison and she's not still not given a bail because the cops are involved and the cops try to keep her as much as possible in prison because they needed a fall person for this entire fallout of the case so 10 months in prison finally she gets a bail she comes out and then she fights a case back and finally you know she wins but it takes her four to five years to win but uh, that entire process of her in prison and how she deals with whatever's happening, she completely loses herself. She loses her strength. She loses her tenacity. She break. She completely breaks down as a person. She becomes a weak person and her child gets affected because everybody in his boarding school comes to know. He runs away from school. So things like that, you know, affect her a lot. And But, but then what really keeps her going is the fact that she has her mentor and her family fighting for her. Her relatives travel all the way from Gujarat to support her in court. You know, so all of those things really matter to her, help her. And finally, they somehow muster, to, muster enough money to get a good lawyer to support her. And there's a lawyer who helps her through it. So there are people supporting her. And her son comes and says, Mom, I know you. I know you can do this. So I'm with you. Don't worry about it. I don't, I don't care. So so just the support her family or friends brings her brings her back and then towards the end of the show they say that you know she re resurrected her life but she was never able to resurrect her career and she got this at the top yeah. of her career so uh i thought the series was another hard-hitting very well made on point amazingly bingeable series on netflix and um, you know hansel Mehta as a director is the, the eye of the director and the way he tells the story it's just it's very true to like nature like anyone can relate to it it's a very and especially the indian audience and like the middle income indian audience it's a very very like understandable story if you have been ever working in in mumbai as a career person you will relate to it you know you know the yeah. nexuses, you know how the city like, works and she's brave she's brave as hell 
She just yeah. she just needs a story. She she goes after her story. She doesn't care about anything else. And that I think is the strength of that character. And Karishma Tanya's portrayal of the character brings it out. The director brings it out really quickly. And I mean the way the build-up to the to the to the entire episode happens when you know she she just can't believe that she got framed. You know, the way that yeah. her with no evidence, nothing. Just just because she took a phone call from Chota Rajan in office, and then how the office politics plays, how her how her juniors were jealous of her because she got all the sources and the stories, and nobody really understands. She worked very hard for it. She's the one who didn't sleep. Yeah, the stories, but they don't care about it. They care about their own agenda. So, I thought it was a very if you if you dealt with that in your in your in your life, if you worked hard, and then somebody come in comes and completely spoils it for you just because they're jealous. That entire thing was really well done. Yeah. Really well done. So we highly recommend the story. Uh, we highly recommend the show. It's called Scoop. It's uh, streaming on Netflix. This is a Hansel Meta show, guys. And the director, the music, every damn thing about the, uh, the cinematography, everything about it is detailed and amazingly well done. So we highly recommend that you watch Scoop on Netflix. And we're back again with a review of another show. You are watching Mira and Vanchika on Red, White, and Brown from Daisy's Dog Life. And we're going to talk about this new show that is streaming in Hulu slash Hotstar. It's called School of Lies. So did you go to School of Lies? <laughs> that was a good one. But yeah, I think it's an it's a very like hard-hitting show. And again, it, it's brought to life like beautifully well. I think like when you're watching like an Avinasharan like experience, it's just like every part of you is so engaged in the storytelling in the way that it's set up. And like in like the minimalistic sense of dialogue in a way. Like it's very innocent. Like when I read the name School of Life, this is not how intense I thought it was going to be. It was like driving more was like the part shadow side of it. But that's not what it was. It's as simple as like the school of lies. And like it's supposed to be a metaphor for life and that once you do end up crossing the school of lies and like once you're done with life, you can make it out of it. And that like lying is just like it's like it that's what human nature is. But like the true courage isn't like having to deal with that. I think that that's something like that's the part of like I think growing up that a lot of people don't realize that that's when that entire like that's when you become from a child to an adult when you can own up to your mistakes. And I think it was a very, very true. It's a very intense watch, to be honest. But I think everyone should give this, like, no matter what you're, like, it's like, a, it's like an ageless movie. And just okay. something like, like that, like, like those dialogues, like, and like, I like I don't like there's so many different contexts I've heard it in. Like I know it's true. Like like no, white I, lying I, and so, lies. And so like, I, I thought this was an amazing watch. Avinash Devari, by the way, you know, he had uh, he's the director of Patal Lok. Patal Lok. Exactly. So the, the moment the moment I saw that it was directed by Avinash Devari, I wanted to watch it as well. So I started watching it too. Yeah. Because because you know that you're getting quality from the guy because his storytelling is yeah. extremely, extremely layered. Just like in Patalog, it's layered. In School of Lies, it's layered. Yeah. So it's set in River Isaac School of Education. 
called rice they're secluded in the hills they never tell you which part <laughs> of the it is where it, where in india they never go down you know deep that uh, it's very deep. cryptic which is why it's very like mysterious like it's like, an, like a sense of eeriness already true true and what happens really the the, the show starts with a 12 year old kid called shakti salgankar and his bed is found unoccupied and his school seat is empty and then it's reported to the uh, to the uh, to the to the dorm master and the dorm master finally after a few hours reports it to the headmaster and uh, you know you're like all right so what happened and then they show you that this kid has run away <laughs> with another kid right um now yeah. i have to tell you this kid which is played by veer pachesia the kid is what fine actors all these children actors are whether it's veer who's a younger one or then the 17 year olds like varun rupani and yeah. what amazing actors it takes it takes a really fine director to find these actors and then fine tune their the performances very convincingly right so the mother is summoned by the principal and the investigation starts and the story kind of evolves around different characters and their personal issues and then that starts coming in there's a housemaster called sam and that's played by yeah. amir bashir and then there's a new counselor nandita who's played by nimrat kaur and they all have their own personal stories and they have their own reason, reasons to avoid police involvement and then the shakti seniors vikram played by varun rupani and then tapan played by aryan singhalavar and they are doing some stuff which is completely forbidden and maybe illegal and then there is a school gardener bola played by nitin goel and he's a also drug dealer and his home yeah. is chanchil who uh, who and who shakti and chanchil are friends but, so this is a setup but like i think it's very like believable because like in boarding schools in india like that's how it's done like I, like it, it was shocking to me but like a lot of my closest friends went to boarding school and it was exactly how they describe it like i will i think like the kind of amount of contraband that people in boarding school school like use and like hide and like the little like talk boxes like i always heard of it like i got like finally see it come to life and i was like oh my god like this is actually true like it's not that jantai so it's very relatable it's like that it gives that like youth feel Yeah, like, like, like it also it gives you that you know alone in the hills boarding school feel with the weather the yeah. mist, the rain yes. and and then the mood of the series really evolves with the with 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 the cinematography yeah. how this how the entire thing is framed and it's very 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 it's very gray very it's gray like kapoor and sons like it's the gray. kapoor and sons sad exactly. it's gray. not it's not black or white it's gray and the entire story tells yeah. is gray i think um uh, manchika what i found was the strength of the series really lies in its storytelling and the writing is really yeah. intricate it it really talks about the intricacies of and the complex complexities of human drama right and school of life and there's so is, much of it so much psychological like, stuff happening this social psychological like, underpinning i feel like they didn't put like a little bit of a trigger warning when like before all of it comes in because there is so much going on and like everybody's lied and that's what the story is about yeah. because right from yeah. the innocuous lies of the children like shakti storytelling 
yeah. uh, deception and, and then more serious deceptions of Vikram and his peers. And then on top of it, the adult Sam and Nandita are also deceiving everybody. So, so, so this is actually school of lies in that in the higher hierarchy of lies that happens in the school. Yeah. And 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 then I think the story kind of dwells, it, it gets philosophical in two ways. One, it really explores why do we lie, right? And then a very complex psychological examination of of you know the truth can be brutal. It can it can cause people. <laughs> cause people hurt. So you seek refuge. People seek refuge and lying as a measure to assert control over their own destinies. And, uh, you know, they, they not only lie to themselves, they lie to people around them. And small little things like, you know, Saptiko Jaga is also a lie, right? Yeah. Like, Dekha is also a lie. But then this is basis of human yeah. nature. We try to make things better around us than what they are. And that's kind of a smoke screen that we create for ourselves and for others. Yeah. Right? Because we don't want other people to know us better, we lie. We don't want us to fe feel the fear that we carry within our own hearts as we do our stuff-based yeah. life. So we lie. And I think yeah. that's where the winning of School of Lies lies because uh, it's really skillfully uh, portrayed. The, the director doesn't yeah. point out stuff to you, but you know the balance between this hill scenery the narrative's dark mode, everything kind of comes together and starts asking it's, and answering those questions. It's literally like, uh, like fake it till you make it in a way. Like, it's about how, like, if you do fake it enough and, like, if you understand how to, like, be honest with yourself in the middle of all of this, then, like, you make it. So I feel like even, like, taking a twist on that, or even, like, the pun of the title itself, like, exactly. School of Life, School of Life, was, I was just, like, it's so simple, but like it's, it's so complicated. Also, like yeah, it's so complicated. Like, everybody, li everybody's lying. Everybody in that hierarchy, like yeah. everybody lies to themselves. Everybody lies. But also, I think lying is a method. Lying is not deceit. Lying is a method where you prepare yourself, yeah. right? Lying is lying yeah. is a by which you prepare yourself for the difficulties that you might end up facing, right? It it's it's a mental exercise for a lot of these characters as well. Yeah. So um, I thought uh, I, I thought um, I, that was that was very 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 uh, you know well put and then and, and then yeah. you know the the portrayal of the characters is just amazing. I thought Aryan Singhalavat who plays Tapan, oh my god, yeah. I think he was such a brilliant uh, teen, teen actor. Um, the director, I think most of them like everybody. It was it was done very well. It was very honest again, like. It did feel forced for even like the younger children, which sometimes it does. It doesn't. The kids were amazingly comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah. You, you know, even uh, I mean, the entire play, an entire way in which the series is put together is there's, there's this very dark philosophy behind it. Yet the actors phenomenally know their they know where how they're telling the story. They're they're aware of their position in the storytelling. I saw Amir Bashir on screen after a very long time. I think he's a phenomenal actor. He's involved um, as yeah. a phenomenal actor. Of course, Nimrit Kaur, everybody knows she's phenomenal. But this role is challenging for everybody. The way it comes across and the way it... It's a very emotionally complex role to play. Totally. Because like, you have to actually live like that kind of person. I know, I know. But yes, so School of Lies um, on Hotstar Hulu is a very amazing show to watch. It is philosophical, it's dark, and it's very extremely well-directed. 
So we highly recommend um, School of Life and Hotstar and Hulu um, to watch it. And with that, we come to the end of today's show. And red, white, and brown from Daisy's Don't Live. Don't, don't forget to follow us on Daisy's Live Grammar Instagram, Daisy's Live on Twitter, Daisy's Live on TikTok, and tell us what you thought about these reviews. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>